welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What is going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Hope you're doing awesome here in Michigan. If you guys are in the Midwest at all, you probably got hit, but here in Michigan specifically, we just got freaking hammered with snow. Like working from home, not driving on the roads. It's been like two and a half days since we got hit, and it's like the roads haven't been touched with you know from a plow. Um, so we're just kind of enjoying snowmageddon over here, and I figured I'd bring you guys a podcast today that I thought would be extremely valuable um, because once I learned what I'm about to talk about today, uh, once I applied it to our sales cycle, our conversion rates went way up. Um, and we just closed a lot more work. And so, you know, today we're going to be talking about one of the most important systems that you can implement into your sales cycle. Uh, but before we do that, I just want to say, you know, for those of you guys that are new, this is a podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, specifically in the home business space. Um, so if you own a service company of any sort, uh, welcome. This is a great place for you. And uh, yeah, so we teach about everything, man, marketing, uh, any type of business experiences that I've gone through. Um and all the above. And, you know, the only thing we ask in return from you guys uh, is a review. And maybe if you could share on your social media with somebody that you think uh, would find value in it. That's all we ask. We don't run ads on here. We don't make any money on the podcast. Um, But we just ask that you guys would share it and show us some love wherever you listen to it. And that would mean the world. Um, And right now I want to read a review that was posted by D&W Properties, uh, Nick Washburn. You're the man, brother. Uh, He left a review. It says, great content from someone who's done the work and isn't set in their ways. Love the no-nonsense approach to send the messages home. Hearing people get angry about what's said in the content just shows how these people need to be ever-changing with the times and open to the new ideas. Awesome show. Thank you for putting the time for us. Totally, man. I, uh, this is probably out of everything I do. One of my favorite things I get to do is podcast. So thanks for the love. Thanks for the review. If you guys have not left one, please do. So let's get in. So today we're talking about something that's very, very important. That is actually a very common thing that a lot of people don't do, or if they do do it, they don't do it well. So owning a marketing agency, uh, we help people get leads for their business. So our job is to get people's phones to ring and to get lead forms sent into them for people that are interested in their services. From there, we can't do a whole lot for these companies that we're helping. You know, all we can do is supply you with a person that is interested in the service that you offer. From there, it is your job to get it closed. So whenever we sign people up for our services, I always tell them, listen, we can get you all the leads in the world, but at the end of the day, you have to be really good at closing people, right? You have to be really good at closing the deal and and following through. And so today I'm talking about follow-up. Man, follow-up is everything. And the first year or two in my business, I didn't really realize it. But when I realized it and I got serious about it and we developed a system around it, it was wild how how big our conversion rate went up and honestly, uh, how big our tickets went up from what they were. And so let me give you a little bit of an example. 
you know, for our service company, people typically call, you know, whether it's for window cleaning or house washing or roof cleaning, whatever it is. Um, and now we do our best to give quotes online, but there's still definitely deals that we have to go out and, and walk around the house. Maybe we can't find pictures of the home or it's a really large home that we need to quote in person. And we leave an estimate sheet on their front door or the wife is home. We give it to her and she wants to talk it over with her husband. Um, <clears throat> this is where most companies stop. They give the quote. The wife says, all right, we'll give you a call tomorrow or we'll get, I'll get back with you as soon as I talk to my husband about it. And the business owner goes, okay, perfect. And they walk away and they leave and they never do anything else with that deal. And the misconception is, is that when people don't call you back, us as business owners, we naturally think, well, we must've been too expensive. They must've went with somebody else. Maybe they decided they didn't want the service. And we come up with all these ideas in our head of why they never called us back. But what I learned was a lot of times, and when I say a lot of times, like literally probably 80% of the time, that we follow up on a deal after we give a quote, they didn't not call us back because they hired someone else or it was too, too expensive or they didn't want the service anymore. They just didn't call us back because they were busy. And when I started to recognize like, whoa, like people are having us come out and do quotes and when we're not following up on the deal, they may never get that service done ever. And then a year from then, they're gonna go, crap, man, I know we had that quote, let's go get another quote and guess what? At that time, you might not be the company that pops up on Google because they found the wrong or they didn't uh, hang on to your estimate sheet from the year before. And so they pull up a new company, that company comes out and closes them, right? But if you would have called them 24 or 48 hours after you gave them the quote to remind them that, hey, we're here to answer any questions, did you get a chance to talk it over with your husband? There's a much greater chance that you would have closed that deal on the spot and got the job. Now, there's a saying, you know, follow up with people till they buy or die. The way we do it is, is very, very simple. We are not trying to sell people when we call them. What I realize is that people just need to be reminded, right? And let's be honest, our companies to us, right, are pretty much all we think about. But to somebody like a homeowner that we're giving a quote to, we're one of the last things they think about. So, Again, this is why it's so important to leave such a great first impression, you know, pulling up in a lettered truck, being fully uniformed, giving them an estimate sheet that stands out that they don't want to throw away. All that stuff really, really matters and helps them prioritize you more. But at the end of the day, they don't care about your business like you do. And so it's your job to follow up on all of these deals. And for some reason in our head, it is more normal to follow up on commercial leads than it is residential leads. But the reality is, is residential leads almost need to be followed up with more than commercial leads, right? Because it's not something that they're consistently thinking about. Where a commercial deal, they're calling you and that property manager has some kind of strict regulation that needs to get fulfilled. And so it's on their to-do list. Where a homeowner, this isn't necessarily on their to-do list. They saw a Facebook ad or they looked out at the lake and the windows were dirty. And then the next day it's not sunny and they can't tell that the windows are dirty anymore right? And so it is your job to be following up the customer. And so the way we do it in my company is we give a quote within 24 hours of the request. It's always been that way. It'll always be that way. And if that means that we have to stay and work an extra two hours to get all these quotes done at the end of the day, so be it. So that is your first step to giving a great first impression is getting them a quote as fast as possible. What we have found is if we can get a quote out within 24 hours of request, 
we will 80% of the time beat any other company there or get them a quote before any other company even calls them back. Okay, take that in. That's powerful. So that's our first step. Second step, regardless of the conversation, okay, whether the wife says that she'll talk it over and call us, whether they're not home and we leave them an estimate sheet on the front door, um, you know, regardless, we will call them 24 hours later. So if I give them a quote at 12 p.m. on a Tuesday, we are calling them by 12 p.m. on Wednesday and following up and saying, hey, Mrs. Jones, Matt here from the Dirt Hunter. Hey, I'm just following up with a quote that we gave you yesterday. Uh, I was calling to see if you had any questions and if you wanted to get put on the schedule. It's that simple. At that time, they're going to say, you know what? I didn't get a chance to talk to my husband. Um, you know, let me talk to him tonight. Okay, perfect. I'll put you on a follow-up list and I'll give you a call here in a day or two. Done, Right. But a lot of times they'll go, oh, you know what? Yeah, um, let's get on the schedule. I talked to my husband last night. Price is good. Let's go with the premium house washing package. Done, right? And so she may not have called you if you didn't call her. And that money was just sitting there waiting to get taken, right? And so that's our system. Now, Matt, what if they don't answer? Well, we always leave a voicemail and I will call them every single day until they pick up the phone, right? Now, a lot of you guys will call them once, maybe twice. If they don't answer after two times, you're like, oh, they're not interested. Again, not true. They're, there's a good chance they're just busy, right? People have jobs. People have lives. A lot of times people don't answer uh, phone numbers they don't know. So when you leave them two, three, four voicemails, they're going to memorize your number and hopefully eventually pick up the phone and either tell you, hey, yeah, we want to move forward or leave me alone. I'm okay with people telling me to leave them alone. Because that means I don't have to think about that deal anymore and I can put all my effort on the next one. But if I don't know whether that customer wants to buy from me or not, my attention is going to be on that deal until I figure it out, right? You guys got to take your follow-up serious. The follow-up game is everything in sales. Residential sales, you will absolutely close deals on the spot, 100%, okay? But there will be many, many deals that you do not close on the first touch. You will hardly ever close a commercial deal on the first touch. We work with property management companies all the time. I can't tell you how many things we have done to get our foot in the door to get that first deal. You cold call, you talk to them. Then you walk in, you give them business cards, you talk to them then. Maybe they give you a few properties to go quote. You go out, you quote those properties within 24 hours, you hand deliver the quote to them because you want to talk to them in person again. Okay, good. They don't call you back even though you followed up with them three times. So what do you do? You bring in a dozen donuts with your business cards and you, you put it on their desk on a Friday morning, right? Just another way to get in front of them. Literally, we do this with almost every single property management company it's like six or seven touches before we even get a chance to get a job. But those jobs are massive, and so it's worth the effort, right? Where a lot of companies, you know, they may cold call and they may get a chance to go give a quote, but they never ever follow up with the company and they just assume that they don't wanna do business with them. No, these property managers are freaking busy. They've got homeowners, they've got apartment complexes, condo associations, freaking, I mean, it's. A property manager is borderline one of the worst jobs on, on planet earth, in my opinion, because the only time people call them is when they have something to complain about and people are complaining nonstop. So of course they aren't thinking about your deal necessarily all the time. So do whatever you can to make the process easy on them. Remind them that you exist. Don't let them forget about the deal, right? Bring them donuts on a Friday morning once a month. It costs you like 10 bucks, 
the deals are five, 10, 20,000 a piece, right? If you can't do that, if you can't put the effort in for deals like that, you're never going to win long-term or you'll never get big. So I hear guys all the time say, oh, my conversion rate's like 30%. Okay, well, there's two problems here or one of two problems. Either A, you're way overpriced, right? And people can't justify it based on the value you're providing. Uh, Or B, you're just doing a very lousy job of following up with them, right? Like you're making it hard for people to buy from you. And for those of you guys out there like, well, if I have to call them to sign up, then they're not my kind of customer. Then you're gonna go out of business. It's that easy. Or you'll never grow a big business. It is our job as business owners to do whatever we can to make the buying process for the customer as easy as possible. And if that means that that homeowner doesn't have to go find the estimate sheet and look up the phone number and dial it and talk to our receptionist and try to reiterate everything she talked to our tech or our sales manager about, but instead we just call her and remind her that we're still here to help her and ask her if she wants to get on the schedule. It's just a no brainer guys. So your follow-up game, you need to develop it around your systems and what works for you. Maybe you can't get quotes out in 24 hours, okay? I don't know what your your business looks like, but you need to do something to have something in place so every single deal doesn't fall through the cracks, okay? I guarantee you, as you guys are listening to this right now, you can think about a ton of deals that you're like, hmm, I wonder what happened to that lady. Hmm, I wonder if they ever bought. I wonder if they went with somebody else. I never heard back from them. Those are all deals falling through the cracks. But if you have a solid follow-up plan, a lot less of those deals will fall through the cracks. And again, some of those deals that fell through the cracks won't buy from you. But I want you to find out if they will or won't, because if they don't, that's fine. Now you can focus your attention somewhere else on a different deal. And maybe they will, and they just needed to be reminded, right? I can't tell you, all the time we follow up on quotes, and we may not hear from for three weeks. It's a homeowner. And then we follow up again and they're like, ah, thank you for calling me. We've had a, we've had a tough couple of weeks. You know, I've been working overtime and blah, blah, blah. And honestly, I forgot. So thank you for reminding me. Yeah, let's get on the schedule. Like people appreciate it. And if they don't appreciate it, then they probably aren't going to buy from you anyway. So it doesn't matter. Right? So create a follow-up plan, something that you can be consistent with. I would encourage you to follow up every single day until that client answers their phone and tells you what the heck's going on. Now, if you follow up in 24 hours after giving the quote and they're like, hey, you know what? You know, we're getting multiple bids or whatever the case, that's okay. Put them in a follow-up process where you're gonna follow up with them again. Maybe not one day later, but maybe a week later or four days later. Because keep in mind, if you're worried about pissing them off, right? Because you're bugging them or whatever the case is, whatever weird mindset you have of following up with people, you don't have the deal anyway. Like you haven't closed the deal anyway. So if they get pissed off, guess what? You didn't lose out anyway because you you weren't going to get the deal either way. And again, most people are receptive to it and appreciate it. So I'm I'm not going to go on and on and on about that. You guys get it, right? But even though you get it, a lot of you aren't implementing it. So I want you to dive into your business. I want you to say, what does my follow-up system look like? And when I say follow-up system, I mean, what do you do every single time you give a quote? What happens after that? Is it different every time? Does this person you call one day later, this person you called four days later? 
If so, why? And if so, how can you fix that? This is crucial, guys. And it's crucial when you scale. Like if you're a small dude, listen to this. Like you got to have these systems in place because when you go to hire an office manager, they need to know how to do this and they need to know what to do. But if you don't have a solid system in place for them to follow, how in the heck are they going to do what you want them to do? They're not going to be nearly as effective. Okay. So take that serious. I know it's a shorter podcast, but I'm serious. When we started to recognize how important follow-up is, man, sales went through the roof. We closed a ton more jobs. Um, On average, our company closes around 70% of the quotes we give. I like that sweet spot. If it goes much lower, either our follow-up's failing or maybe our pricing's getting too high. Maybe we've raised it too high for our market. If it's higher than that, maybe our pricing's too low, right? And we need to adjust that. The misconception is people are like, I win all my deals. Well, you're probably underpriced. You do not want to win all your deals. 70% is a very, very good obtainable goal, right? And it means two things. It means that you're probably priced just right and people are seeing the value that you're providing, right? And you're not um, attracting every single customer because the reality is if you're attracting price-oriented customers, it means your price is way too low. We don't want to attract those people. If you're new to this podcast, I'm trying to help you guys attract value customers, okay? You can do that through an awesome follow-up plan and all that. So cool, you guys got it. Now go execute on it. Don't just listen to this podcast. Go and write it down on paper. Go type it up in a Word document and print it off. Stick it on your wall next to your desk. Literally write it out. We give quotes within 24 hours. We follow up within 24 hours of every quote. And then have a CRM. This is probably a crucial point that I just assume everybody knows, but they don't. Have a CRM in place. Okay, somewhere where you can keep all your customers and you can keep track of everything that you're doing for them, all your scheduling, so you can lay out tasks to set up more uh, follow-up plans. You gotta have a CRM or your follow-up's gonna be garbage, okay? This is just a no-brainer. If you don't believe in CRMs, this is not the podcast for you, all right? We, we will not agree on anything. You gotta have something in place to keep you organized. And yes, even if you're brand new, and it's just you, and you're only doing two jobs a week, you need a CRM, period, okay? So get organized, guys. Create some systems for your follow-up plan, and I guarantee you that you guys will see an increase in your business, okay? It's worth it. So I love you guys. Again, please, please, please leave us a review, and we are trying to bust out as many podcasts as we can while maintaining the value and and the quality content for you. Um And so I just appreciate that you guys are listening. If you're not in Michigan, you're blessed because uh, it's probably warmer. Tomorrow, it's going to be like a high of negative two. Yes, a high of negative two and a low of negative 45 uh, after the wind chill. So that's freaking sweet. And so I'm going to be probably tucked away in my house or in my office. Um, This is an awesome time for you guys to be preparing all of your marketing materials for the spring. Uh, Yesterday alone, we had a crap ton of print orders come in for people that are getting ready to ramp up for the spring. So we are busy over here. And uh, if you are kind of wanting to be ahead of the curve and that way when spring comes, you can hit the ground running. Um, We all always leave our website in the show notes below. You can check it out, 
And if you need to make any print orders or Facebook ad management help or Google AdWords help, we're always here for you. So um, that's a little plug, shameless plug for me, but I'm not ashamed of it. (laughs) Okay. So I love you guys. We will see you on the next episode. Go be proactive. Go create a follow-up process. And I guarantee you it'll pay off. This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.